Today, as you can imagine, today's 9-11 commentary was fascinating to me. So many levels, so many reasons, so many bases. And I, of course, listen and cannot begin to tell you how shocked I am at how people, for the most part, repeat the official story verbatim. How on that day had immigration laws, had they been somehow, had they been watched, had they been looked at, had they been observed and enforced? Very bad people would not have been allowed to enter. Remember Colleen, was it Colleen Rowley? Remember the individual, remember the, 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 the uh, stories about how these folks had so many, so many red flags of these flyers. Muhammad Atta. And uh, of course, Hani Hanjor, my, my most, the most interesting. This was the pilot, I believe, the, the aerobatic pilot who flew into the Pentagon, who was prior to this event thrown out or, or dismissed or removed or asked to leave from some type of a civilian a plane uh, training uh, because his, his ineptitude. And we can go on. I mean, I, 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 can, I can tell you. I can tell you so many things. Do you know how many how many drills there were today 22 years ago? You know? I just thought about this just as we speak. The number of uh, let me see. 46 drills, 46 drills. Did you know that? 46. On the day of this event, 46 drills. Incredible. Now, now all, all of these, all of these facts, I'm not going to go through again. I'm not going to, to I, I, I'm just, we're not going to do this. I've had 22 years of this and nobody cares. But did you know, 46, that, that, roughly, that, that at the same time, one of the oldest axiomatic facts in the world, one of the oldest, is the one that says, be very careful of anything that is in the form of a drill. And this goes not, not for false flags or whatever. But if I find out that the police are conducting drills to handle, let's say, first of all, if I know in New York, as a matter of fact, sometimes you will see large numbers of police cars just driving, you know, speedily through the city. Just all of a sudden, they just, they're incredible. And 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 you you see them, you know, and say, wow, where are they going? Must be part of a drill. This is sometimes they'll say, everybody's got to be here at this point, and they'll do a drill. I don't know if they do them anymore, but they used to. They would say, okay, on the corner of a 
uh, 72nd and Columbus. Everybody's going to be there now. Go. And, and you just hear, I mean, you hear, you hear sirens from all over, all over the, all over the, the world. All over the, right. That would be probably the best time to rob a bank. When everybody is going this way, that would probably be the best. Way. Or, or if you're doing a bunch of bank robbery drills, that'd be the best time to do a bank robbery. How do you think somebody finds out ahead of time that you were doing bank robbery drills at that time? Maybe somebody overhears this or learns. Oh, we could go on and on. But you know what, my friends? Nobody cares about Nobody cares in the least. Imagine, imagine, imagine. Try this on for size. Thought experiment. You have come from the future. And you show up in uh, Dallas or wherever. November 29th. 1963, a day, a week, a week after. Now think about this. Just let your mind. You're from the future. You're there a week after. And they don't know anything yet. Nothing. They don't know anything yet. They haven't figured out anything. They, 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 they don't know. And you show up. And you're from the future. And you say, uh, hi, I'm in Dallas. Well, what is your name? Oh, you know who you know, you know who that guy is? Who? Ah, he's a whatever. His name is Abraham Zapruder. Zapruder. And you come up. Do you have a film? Did you take a film? How did you know that? Did you give the film to the FBI? Did they take it from you or the Secret Service or anybody? Yeah. You know when you get that back. You know it's not going to be the same, right? There's going to be stuff missing. Things are going to be added to you. Look at it again. You're going to give it, buy it back. You're the Zapruder film. We're not going to know about you until 1975 on the Geraldo Rivera show. Who are you? I'm from the future. I'm from the future. And you say, show me where, where Tippett got it. How did you know about Tippett? I know all about this. Where's the carousel club? Where is this? Who's this? Where you 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 would you would you would walk in. And they would not have known anything yet. But you knew everything. You knew things they did not. You knew where Mark Lane was going to go. You know. You hear these. You know everything. You know overpasses. You know things. You know the, the grassy knoll. You know names. You know you you know stuff. You You are waiting to see how this starts. And that's the way I feel because what you do is you go back, you would be going back and people would, would, would not know anything. They would just talk about the event in terms of how terrible it was, how awful it was, how, how incredibly sad it was. This great president cut down in his prime, right? 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 That's, that's what you would do. And then, but you would say, but you don't even know half of it. You don't even know the story. You just, that's the way I feel. That's the way I feel today. I'm feeling as though I'm, I'm, I'm talking to the people, like they didn't know anything. It's like they've been in a time war. Have you learned nothing in 22 years? Nothing. Nothing? Nothing. 
And believe me, I've just accepted it. I've, I've just accepted it. But let me, let me stop right now for a second. First of all, dear friends, let me tell you, thank you so much for being a part of this. Thank you for watching. Please, please like these videos. Please subscribe. If you haven't subscribed, I don't know what to do. Please hit that little bell so you're notified of live streams and new videos. And let me tell you something. I was talking to some great people. Great people from my Patriot Supply. And do you know what? The response, as I told you, and this is sad in a way. In a sad, but it's good, but it's sad. People all over the country are understanding the necessity of preparing generators, ammunition, firearms, protection, um, water, water purification, and food. And I'm going to say this one more time. Listen carefully. Nobody is saying, nobody is saying that there's not going to be any food that somehow some meteor is going to hit and all of a sudden there's no more wheat or there's no more, you know, poultry or no, 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 no. We're not saying that. The stores, you get things from stores. You think you have, well, we've got stuff and the cupboard. We've got to go. You can't go a week. You couldn't go a week right now. You wait. And if you haven't got kids, you'll go crazy. After a day, you've, you, you, you don't have supplies. You've got stuff. We've got stuff in that cabinet. We got stuff in that. No, no, that's stuff. That doesn't apply. Preparewithlionel.com is what you need for survival. This is, this is emergency food, not stuff. Not a box of macaroni shells and some sauce. We're talking for 90 days, three-month emergency food order. Save 200 bucks off a three-month emergency food kit, which you must have per person. This is serious. Not stuff. Not doodads and odds and ends and snacks. To think, oh, no, this ain't. We're not roughing it. We're not going to a, a, a campsite. We're talking about maybe a week. You couldn't do a week. So now's the time to go. Preparewithlionel.com, preparewithlionel.com. Do it, do it, my friends. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Now, I've pretty much given up on today. I've given up on today. I do all the time, every year. Every year is the year I say, well, that's it. I give up, I give up. Nobody knows anything. I'm from like the future going back into the past. I'm talking about something. go, what are you talking about? What? Who? And plus a lot of people are young. They're young. They don't, they don't, there's, there's so much mystery. And when you even talk about it, you're not necessarily saying that something illegal happened, but you're saying, isn't it funny? Did anybody ever notice how many phones worked on planes? Remember the technology 22 years ago of phones? They're working on planes. Hello. I mean, they're, they're, what is this? They were, they were, they were picking up. It's just the most incredible thing in the world. Phones worked. I, I, I just, I just, I could go through it. I could go through it. I could go through so many stories. Passports found intact. Years later, years later, this has nothing to do with this. The, the, the piece of the wheel housing that fell theoretically, from the sky. It could have never never happened. And nobody. I remember talking to somebody at the time who was actually doing a, this, this, this is about a Muslim center. Nothing to do with 9-11. Well, sort of. 
And there was a big to-do about it. And I was talking to this guy, and I said, do you, do you see this picture there? Two buildings who were near, I don't know, I don't know how far it was. Two, two buildings, and there was a space. And between the space of these two buildings was apparently the wheel, the front wheel, the wheel of a plane. And they're saying, oh, this is one of the 9-11 planes. Why? Well, this is a wheel. How do you know? It's got to be. Okay, it's sort of downtown. How did this fall? Imagine this, okay? I know these are terrible, <laughs> interesting imagery, but imagine you have two, two buildings next to each other and there's a space. You see that space between each other? It could be what? 10 feet, 5 feet? I don't know. Not, I mean, just a little space, a little tiny space, like an alley between two. Now, assuming this is maybe, I don't know, Five stories, six stories. Pretty tall, right? A plane flies over. A wheel somehow comes off. A wheel housing. I don't know how. It just does. Okay. And it falls. And it's got to land between these two buildings. You would have to be on top like you were at a at a carnival trying to drop a, a clothespin into something. How did... I saw people, news people, I said, does anybody in this room notice it's this is impossible? I'm not going to mention names. I'm not going to bring up names of people that I'm not going to talk about stuff and who is who and whatever it is, but every now, we had a, we had a thing called Flight 800, TWA. Another one we had. And all these people, all these, all these folks, these folks would say they saw this, you know. No, that's not what you saw. You saw something else. Oh, I did? Yeah. Okay. I saw a flying saucer. No, you saw swamp gas. You saw Venus. You saw lithium balloons. You saw, you saw, um, uh, oh, okay, I saw, that's it. Yeah, it's common, common. And we're told this. And, and, and we're, we're, we're just, this is who we are. No, there's nothing to see here. No. And two things happen. Not only do we not understand what's happening, but we don't react. Fauci says, we don't need this, you know, the maths, he said before we did, but there's no reaction. It's like, oh, okay. This is, this is, this is, this is, this is incredible. This is, this is, there's so many little things here. But I found out that you must understand something. In our day today, people do not prefer, some people love there to be no mysteries. And some people cannot handle this because if you try, if you try, if you dare tell them, if you dare try to explain to somebody that something happened, there are people who say, I don't like you to bring, this could happen. Oh, that's a possibility. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't like where you're going. Some people do it. What do you mean? I just don't, well, I'm not saying, no, no, I just don't like where you're going. I don't want you to tell me that that's not, recognize what I'm saying to you. People do not want to hear that something is not true. 
You should hear the debate of people who say, could if could the Russians have beaten you know Germany during World War II without the US? Could it? Not easily, but could they could they have done this? Without forget D Day, forget all that stuff. Could they? Without the US involved, we were there what four years? Involved in this World War II was like went on forever. Which which World War II are you talking about? You're talking about the North African. You're talking about the Japanese. You're talking about this. what World War? If you bring that up to somebody, say, wait a minute, excuse me, I saw Saving Private Ryan, and whether it's true or not, I I don't even want. To, I don't. I cannot take this. But don't you want to hear the truth? No, I don't want to hear the truth. I want to hear what I want to hear, and that's not to say it didn't happen. You got to understand this. I, I, I can't be more. People do not want to hear anything that affects their story. They don't. They don't want to. They just don't. You and I are. We 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 are insatiable when it comes to the truth. Tell us the truth. Tell us more things than you. I love when they say, well, they, 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 they got this wrong about such and such. Oh, I love that. Here's a fact from history where, no, that's not, this is wrong. I didn't know that. That's true. The truth, this is, this is the part which is so interesting. I was listening to a lecture, sort of, a discussion. And the notion who saw? Did anybody see Oppenheimer? Anybody see Oppenheimer? Okay. You know the Hollywood version, right? Oppenheimer wasn't a commie. Oppenheimer was just a guy who brought up during a time when people were, you know, they were just, they were kind of lefties and they were socialists. And he really, okay, his ex-wife, his wife, okay, they were communists, but, but, you know, they were just sort of, you know, he was a commie, 100%. I don't know what people are, what are you talking about? No. Yes. Dalton Trumbull? Yes. Brian Cranston, you know, he gave a, I, I, I mean, for whatever it's worth, people say, no, don't tell me that. Even to this day, don't tell me that. Oh, yes. And here's another one, too. You know who was one of the commies' best friends? And I'm using this term. FDR. He didn't, he was like the worst. Now, we use these terms in a commie, Marxist, don't use that. Call it New World Order, call whatever it is. But whatever you want to call it, the people who are trying to control this new world want to have basically no currency, no money you want. No money, no nothing that you're interested in terms of currency. They want to make sure that they've got they, some kind of digital thing and they want to be in charge of everything. Now, you can call that commie, you can call it Marxist, you call it whatever you want. They're alive and well today. People don't want to hear that. They want to believe in this. They want to believe in this. I did a, a video that will drop, as we say later, it'll drop. And the question is this. Always ask the right question. There's a lot of folks walking around here saying that there's, there's two stories. I'm changing the subject. 
chapter 2. They will say that Barack Obama is actually in charge of the Democratic Party. He sits back and he, they always refer to this thing he said. He says, you know, if I could sit back and if I could have a little earpiece, kind of like wag the dog, and if I could tell people what to do, and if I could somehow get them to say this, I'd be so happy if I could get them to do it, if I could get them to do it, I would, I would be so happy if I could. So people say, aha, that must mean he's really behind the scenes. No, it doesn't. It just means whatever it is. Okay. And then they're saying, and Michelle Obama, watch Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama is not going to be, she doesn't, but they say this. So I asked a question. I did two videos coming up. That's why you got to subscribe to this. You've got to subscribe to this. You got to subscribe to this. It's very, very important. Very, very critical. Oops, very critical, very critical. Uh, number one. Number one. And by the way, I hope you signed up for the newsletter. Did you sign up for the newsletter? One went out today. It's a beaut. I hope you did. Let me make sure you get this. Sign up for the newsletter. Very, very, very important. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Subscribe to it, here it was. We're not today. And they give you a kind of a, a you a kind of an interesting kind of an ad mixture. But anyway, there we go. So second, second uh, uh, point here. Here's my question. And listen carefully. Remember a couple, uh, was a week or so ago? I don't know when it was. Remember when all of a sudden they were talking about Barack Obama is with this this Larry Sinclair. Remember this? What the hell? This was about five days ago last week. Remember that story? Remember that? Remember that story? Yes. Yes, you do. Remember that? There's a story about this. Uh, his his, uh, his uh, girlfriend, Alex McNear or something, said she had these, all of a sudden we're talking about some letter he wrote. Well, I dream about men or something. I don't know. Do I believe the Larry Mc, uh, Sinclair story? No, because I'm just looking at him. I don't believe him because he's a fraudster. But here's the question nobody's asking. Let me ask you. Why is it coming up now? Why is it coming up now? I discussed it. Why now? Why, why, would, why would this Larry Sinclair, why would Tucker pick this guy up? This was 2008 when he was at the press club. Regarding something happened in 1999 or whatever it was. Why all of a sudden is this? Are we? Why all of a sudden? Why do you think that is? You ever think about this? Thank you, Al Sanchez. You got the newsletter. Why do you think that is? Now think about this very carefully. Why do you think that is? Well, I address this fact. And that's what I want you to do. I want you to think not. I don't want you to read the the story, but ask why am I? Why is a story happening? What is it that they want me to believe? And what's the criticality of this? Now, another thing, too, remember, as we speak, 9-11 is no more. January 6th is the 9-11. January 6th is 9-11. That's what people, that, that's what you have to understand. That's what is critical. The people in charge right now, the people in charge, want you to believe that the, the moment of horror Happened now, now. Thank you, Edie. Now it happened now. 
Not 22 years ago. Remember what I told you. When Republicans are in charge, when Republicans are in the leadership, the bad guys, the boogeymen, are always foreign terrorists. When Democrats are in power, the bad guys, the terrorists, are always homegrown. January 6th is a celebration of homegrown terror. Not foreign. No, 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 no. Unless it's Russian, of course. That's a different story. Know how this thing works. Always ask yourself, why am I, le- why am I hearing this? What, is, what are they trying to tell me? And what's the critical part of this story? That's the part which is so, so, so critical. Can't say it enough. So, my friends, on this terrible day, I want you to understand something. And here's what I'm saying so that let me go back to 9-11 and I'm going to finish up with this. Number one, I am never, I have no way of knowing who does what, who did what. I have no clue whether it's JFK, RFK, MLK. I can't tell you that. I can only listen to the story and tell you that particular part of this makes no sense. That particular part of the story makes no sense. That version of the story, that doesn't make any sense. That's not true. That didn't happen. That could have happened. That's dumb. That's weird. That's strange. Whatever it is. And when I point something out, it doesn't necessarily mean that there is an issue of right or wrong or fault. It just means that that doesn't make any sense. The Honey Man, honoring all our first responders, 9-11. Ask questions. That is correct, dear friend. Ask questions. The honey man himself, C.S. Christos. Thank you, my friend. Always ask questions. And also say when somebody doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. That's a weird story. How'd that happen? Remember when we used to watch Columbo and he said, wait a minute. You say you answer the phone this way, but you answer it like that. But you're left-handed. And you weren't wearing slippers because it was Tuesday. Now let me get this straight, man. One more thing. We loved it. Remember the Hardy Boys, Nancy Drew, Agatha Christie, Murder, She Wrote, Quincy. We loved going through true crime unless it's something that's over and done. That's all. If I told you I'm a detective, I'm investigating the possibility of some form of burglary, whatever. Well, Interesting, the alarm happened, or the, the, the video cameras went down right before the event. Really? Yes, that's odd. Had they ever gone down before? No, they haven't. So tell me, how many video cameras in this warehouse? Uh, there's about 100. And the only ones that went down were here at the point of entry? Yes. Hmm. You'd be saying good thinking. Now, jump to 9-11. Are there any video cameras of the planes flying in? Well, no, it was like five frames or three frames of the. It looks kind of like a, It looks kind of like a, a, a. I don't know what it is. Some kind of a, like a Loch Ness monster. Boom! That's it. That's it. That's all there is. How many cameras are there? That's the most secure place. Does that make any sense to you? Don't ask that question, why, please. Wait a minute. I'm asking the same question I would ask in the other case that you told me would be good if this was a warehouse burglary. Why can't I apply that same questioning? Don't. That's the way people are. Don't. Just don't do that. And as soon as they tell you don't,
I asked somebody one time, I said, how come when you said during the, during the, the pandemic, when you said such and such was occurring at the Javits Center and I went down that day, it didn't happen. Nobody clarified that. I was there. I went down and I saw it. it was, there, there wasn't what you said it was. No, eh, whatever. See, because what happens is nobody asks any questions. Never, ever, 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 ever. Oh, look at Liz. Says, I wish I'd introduced myself to Christos at your show. I guess I was too shy. Oh, for the love of God. This man is nothing but a charmer. Liz, you should have done that. We have to have one of those greets. Would you ever show up to a greet? If I, if I figured some place that we could ever have that was kind of like centrally located. I, I, I don't know. I, I, but, but would you ever do that? I think that would be the greatest thing in the world. Wouldn't you love to walk in with that with, with a button on or your face? Oh, you're oh you're your so I don't know. You're Gray Fox? You're what? You're Liz? I think that would be a blast. Look at Silver Fox. Yes, I would. Indeed. VK says, remember Rumsfeld on 910 stating the Pentagon couldn't account? Yes, yes, yes. Two, whatever, tw- 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 trillion dollars. Yes, I know. Who was that fellow, too? Who was it Zarqawi? Who was it who, who, who dined at the Pen- Pentagon first? Who was, where was George W. Bush on the day of 9-11? All these things are interesting. All these things are interesting. Why did Benazir Bhutto say that Obama, Obama, uh, I always said that, that, um, Osama was dead. Benazir Bhutto knows something about this. And I think it was, I think, um, or somebody else, there was another issue, another story. There were people who, there was a story, I remember somebody clipped, somebody had, somebody had, it, it was CNN from, yeah, anyway, but it was, it was Bin Laden supposedly saying, I had nothing to do with that. Why would you say you had nothing to do with it when you had something to do with it? What happened? And didn't didn't Zawahiri, did they get him recently or he died or something? He died, I guess. I don't know, because these people die. It's always number three, man, number two, man. Why? And I always said, why would he say that wasn't me? You you just evinced this incredible attack on the evil empire. Why wouldn't you say, yeah, we did that? Of course we did it. He said, no. Okay, misunderstanding, maybe. The whole... Khalid Sheikh Mohammed story. Did he put on any defense? Does he have any defense? I'm just curious. Not, not. I would love to see this trial. Well, what do you have to say for yourself, Khalid? Anything? It wasn't me. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I, I don't know. What's his, what's his take? People would say, for example, they said, you know, um, um, Timothy McVeigh, he didn't do it. Well, he didn't put on a defense. He said he did it. He admitted it, I guess. No, he didn't do it. Why wouldn't he say, I didn't do it? I don't understand it. Oswald did. Our good friend, born to raise hogs, says, did you know Barbara Olson? I did not know her, and I was on a show with her one time. It was on some, I don't know what it was. It was, uh... and by the way, thank you, sir. I was on, um, like, uh, you know, MSNBC or something, or she was one of the contestants or whatever it was. 
I don't know. Let me also tell you something. And I want you to remember this. As I've said, I don't have answers for this. I want to know questions. I don't have. If somebody, let's say you were to say something like, um, I don't know, whatever you want to do. Shanksville is my one of my my favorite subjects because of the testimony that people heard. I remember one time it was, I think it was a fifth year anniversary. I forget what it was. It was it was a, it was Iron America, and it was Kate, it was a Katie Couric, and the fellow was there. They were talking to somebody named King. I never forget. I think his name was King. He was the he was the. Uh, Volunteer Fire Department or something at Shanksville, Flight 93. And it was Steve, whatever his name is, I forget what his name, but he, the, the guy you've seen him before. And they're out there and he says, And what did you see? While I was here and I was a charge of the fire department. And what did you see, sir? Well, when I came by the scene, there was nothing here. And he and he turns to the camera and says, And there's nothing here today. Back to you. Something like that. And I screamed. By myself, at the time, I screamed, what do you mean there was nothing there? Excuse me, back that up. There was nothing there. And I'm thinking, am I the only person? I'm thinking I'm crazy. And there's Katie Cohen. That's CBS. Wait a minute. Hold it. Stop. What do you mean there's nothing there? I, I, I don't understand any of this. The morning of 9-11, I was watching NBC local, and there was a there was a woman, her, I think her name was Janice Huff. She might still be there. I, I don't watch local TV, but she was the she's the weather woman, weather broadcaster, weather meteorologist, whatever the hell you want to call it. And they said, Well, apparently there seems to be a a plane that flew into the World Trade Center. And I thought it was like a, like a, you know, commercial plane or or just a, a private plane. So I I thought it was a little plane. I don't know why I'm thinking because a big plane is not going to fly in it. You're not going to get near that. I don't know what the hell I'm thinking because I'm not paying attention. No, 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 no. Excuse me, excuse me. They said no. There's a fire. There's a fire. Oh, that's a fire. Wow, that's a fire. Look at this fire coming out. And Janice Huff, if I recall correctly, said, wait a minute, there was a plane. Rack that, you know, re-rack that, you know, play that, play that video back. Watch it. He goes, see? And all of a sudden you saw this. You saw something because they missed it. And you go, oh my God, there's a plane. And as it's developing, I didn't think terrorism. There's another fire. And I'm thinking, oh, maybe it's a fire. And then when the Pentagon, that was it. Now, I know people say, I knew right away. Okay, I know, I know. I know you knew right away. I didn't. I didn't know anything and I went out immediately. I went out and I went to Times Square, but as close as I could get, to see what was going on. And everybody was just sirens. I never heard. Imagine every siren in your town. I don't care where you live, but this is New York City, this is Manhattan. Every siren, every cop car, every fire truck, every ambulance, anything with a siren, it's on. It was wow. And people are walking around and they have to get home. 
heard of a story about a woman who was a woman who was who was running. Somebody grabbed her, and a man who was there. There was a piece of debris who fell and decapitated, basically. And he, she was running, and his hand like grabbed her. And he, she looks down, and and this is, and she had to like pry it. I mean, she freaked out. She ended up running from like where Stuyvesant High School is, uptown, up the West Side Highway. They ran to Harlem. They're, they're just going forever. They're just, they just, it, it was, they, they didn't know how, they couldn't believe how far they ran. They would go to bodegas. A lot of times there were cell services down, so pay phones were working. And the, this, the people at bodegas, you know, at the uh, uh, grocery stores would take the, the, the trays out, cash money. Say, here, take, you know, change, whatever you can do. Wild. And then there was this, we, I think I told you this, that night, though this was, I don't know, I, I, I didn't save, I don't know, I don't know how I did, I found out on 57th Street, 57th Street is one of those streets, those rare streets in Manhattan that goes east to west from the, from the Hudson to the East River, straight across. 57th, 34th, 20, 3rd, 22nd, 14th, blah, 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 72nd, it just goes up there. It goes all the way across. And from, and on the, on the west end towards the Jersey side, where the Hudson River is, you have CBS, what used to be 60 Minutes, CBS, Opera, CBS the, um, Operation Center, and you go up, you're going east towards the East River from everywhere you can imagine to your left as you stood on 57th. You look to your right and there was there were candles, people standing along in doorways, just standing there. It was it, it was just a candle. And you would think, well, you're not going to be able to see them. No, for some reason you can see. I, I don't know how. And maybe I'm remembering things. Maybe I'm embellishing things. Maybe all I know is it was surreal. It was like, this is really happening. This is a war. This is a war. I don't know what's going to, what's going to, what's going to happen next? What? Nobody knows anything. Nobody knows anything that's going on. It was wild. And it wasn't a feeling of fear. It was stunned. Surreal. Calm. No reaction. You you were just like, I don't know what the hell this is. I don't know what to, I, I don't know what to be afraid of. I don't know what not to be afraid of. I don't know what's going on. The local coverage was fantastic. I never forgot. I think it was Chuck Scarborough, Channel 4 again. They said, the following, uh, please, do not, I think 14th Street was like, you couldn't go you couldn't go south of that, but they said, please, thank you all for people brought everything, blankets and water. So what do we need? We need batteries, cell phone batteries. And I'll never forget this, booties for dogs, for dogs, cadavers. And I thought to myself, why don't they have those? I don't know. That's what they said. I remember that. Please don't bring cash. Please don't. And then every, every single restaurateur, everyone, I mean the best 
of the best world-class three-star they got together and they said we're gonna feed these people and they were there were makeshift because the restaurants were closed but they had you know um uh uh uh, tents and you know covering but the best food anybody's ever seen and then here's some here's some dirty stuff they were setting up a tent somebody said they saw me a tent where they told people that advising from the unions if you work overtime see the whole idea when, when you work for the city or the tp or, or, or the uh, police department or fire department any unused overtime gets converted over when you retire so you can work triple. I mean, they're doing like quadruple. The people who retired because they were doing a good job, but they had one little group and they didn't want to have a sign that says go over there. And they're, they're advising them, make sure you do this, make sure you do this. Even then, make sure you check in, you get twice, double time, overtime, whatever it is, because this is where people really, and there's no reason why they shouldn't you know, enjoy this. Then you found this one group, I forget who it was. It was the iron workers or the iron fitters or the water fitters or whoever the hell it was. They didn't like that these other people were there versus them. And they would like cut hoses with acetylene. They were like doing sabotage. And 9-11, not a lot, but there was this one group. There's some rotten stuff there. They said that in some of the banks, some of the stuff, Things were missing. I'm just saying. Then you hear all these stories. You know, all of a sudden, there were people who were there. The halal carts, you know, the uh, various food carts, they weren't there that day. And you hear this, and they repeat this. I can't substantiate it, but it's one of those stories. You know, it's weird. It's like they knew not to be there. And then you always hear this story. And you know, I had this friend of mine in Jersey. They were from Syria or who now, whatever the story is. And the story, and we went to their house and they were gone. They just left in the middle of the night. Now, these stories, you know, but you hear this over and over. The smell, the smell for so long, metal, electric, fire, metal, uh, um, um, an acrid, metallic smell everywhere. Just never, it was just incredible. And then courtesy. You never heard horns. Nobody honked. No, it was the nicest thing. This was really something. And America, American flags. America, I mean, God bless America. You, right at Columbus Circle, right there, they sold more, of course, made in China, whatever it is, but the thing is, you, could, you couldn't, you couldn't keep, there was such pride, such, co, not, well, not pride, but cohesion, like you can't believe, the big concert at the garden, firemen, everybody, Paul McCartney with the worst song he's ever written, freedom, I never understood that, Freedom. They got things knocked down and these were free. Okay, whatever you say. Uh, I think Bruce Springsteen was the rising is good. I kind of like that. Uh, because of the melody, the, uh, the, the 
the melody really. It's beautiful. It was. I mean, it was. Never forget. Never. Oh, and and this was also interesting. In our neighborhood, it was kind of like a cop bar. And the thing everybody said when you met somebody was, did you lose anybody? Did you lose anybody? Did you lose anybody? And the weirdest thing was that, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine who was a cop. I said, you know, uh, I'm very glad to say I didn't, I didn't know anybody. I didn't lose anybody. And the cop tells me, oh, yeah, you did. Because I used to do different things for the police, different functions. He says, remember the cop who brought you home from him? That was one. David Letterman, the story goes, and I don't know how true this, but I, I think it is. David Letterman, either there was a there was a firehouse, 49th and 8th, something like that. Nobody came back. The whole the whole place. And the story goes that either Letterman uh, either bought them a truck or did 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 something. But really, absolutely graciousness. Didn't make a big deal about it. Didn't say, hey, look at me. More people did so much because they just did. It wasn't like, not now, not now. People just felt it. And when you would go by this one fire station, they'd always have the, you know, the doors open and kids would walk by. And now you go by every fire station and they have pain, you know, Portraits of the people who were gone that day. I mean, it was it was it was something. And many people say they were going to put those fires out. They were there, and then we'll just leave it at that. And then you have to imagine. I talk about this in my private stuff, but you got to hear what firemen say, what they say. And let me tell you who was magnificent: Rudy Giuliani was so people who hated his guts loved him loved him he was superb battle battles battle general just perfect something else and i'll tell you um the question now is what did we learn well, afterwards, we had the Patriot Act. We had um, we had these terrible terror alerts. Remember, remember the color coded. There was a woman, There was a man I heard I saw in either Connecticut or something who shrink wrapped his home, shrink wrapped it, his home. He had, he had cellophane, and they said, "Sir, you're going to die." You you're, anyway. There were the colors, Janet Napolitano, Guantanamo. Remember Jose Padilla? Jose Padilla who went crazy. They they nabbed him. He was born in Brooklyn. They got him at the at the O'Hare Airport. They tried him as an enemy combatant. What? I mean, it, the, the Constitution went out the window. I'm thinking, wait a minute, hold it. And there was a case called X-Rail Queering. And it dealt with enemy combatants during the during World War II, the saboteurs off of Jersey, when the Nazi saboteurs. And I'm looking at this, I say, I can't believe what's happening. And people say, ah, screw it. Don't worry about it. The hell with it. The hell with it? 
wait a minute, no, we can't. And there's a lot of moments of, oh, hmm. Now today, think about this. Today, would we have thought the same thing? Today, we went in, it just so happened, of course, indeed, we went to um, Iraq and Afghanistan. By the way, Afghanistan, do you see that that white gold, that huge, I think it's in the U.S., big um, lithium vein. But we went there and we just happened to go to places where there's oil and where uh, Afghanistan is, of course, the Saudi Arabia of lithium and other metals. But today, would we do this? Today, would we would know. Now, Victoria Newland would have somehow figured it out because remember this this is a NATO thing regarding the, the, this this war and business. This is Russia. This is Russia, NATO, Russophobic post, whatever it is. That's fine. Cold War, Kremlin, Kremlin, um, uh, 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 red baiting, whatever the hell you want to call it. It's a different story. But this, yes, we went and yes, we happen to go to these places that happen to have oil. But this was classic neoconservatism. Wolfowitz, Pearl, Addington, Cheney, the unitary executive. This was about going and spreading it and going. And we were going to go to the next place and the next place and the next place. And Christopher Hitchens was all for it, getting Saddam Hussein. Saddam Hussein had nothing to do with 9-11. Nothing. And he was a bad guy. So what? Christopher Hitchens sold his soul. I don't know what the hell he was thinking. I, I, I never understood that. We've gone too far, dear friends. Pray for those wonderful people who did not make it, especially their families. Uh, and how can we also... Well, I want to also say one more thing before before I, I and there's no and there's 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 no clever segue, but I want to just mention the the great our great friend Mike Lindell, who's a great supporter. MyPillow.com, promo code Lionel. Greatest deposition I think I've ever seen in my life. If you go to promo code Lionel, MyPillow.com, it's superb. Free gift, incredible. The quality. The luxuriation that you can contract. You can contract luxury like a disease, like a like a like a luxury disease. It's beautiful. Or call 800 645 4965 Our great friends. Love them, love them, love them. Now, friends, we got a couple of videos dropping later on. Please make sure you follow us here at this here place. Remember, um, I can't, I can't, how do I say this? I can't tell you enough. I can't, I can't put it into words that what I'm trying to do is to make you think differently and just think a little bit differently. Don't, don't necessarily, remember, it's the questions that matter. What are the questions you have about that? And it's never a problem for you to say, I don't buy this official story. All right, dear friends, we love you. Have a great and glorious night. Thank you so much for being with us. Uh, to our dear friends, to our to uh, uh, Born to Raise Hogs, thank you. And to my brother-in-arms, the lovely and talented, you know him, you love him, Christos Stavro. 
The Honey Man. Thank you so much, brother. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great and glorious day. Don't forget the monkey's dead. The show's over. Sue you. Ta-ta.